Hey, Cheese Mosas. I'm Igby. I'm Stephanie. And we are the, the Cheese Me Queens. No. I think yes. <laughs> yes. It's never. You know, we've had several opportunities. We've seen each other and been in the <laughs> same room several times the past few months. Yet we have not taken the opportunity <laughs> to record that in the same room at the same time. So that we oh, may well. forever be in sync. Word to Justin Timberlake. <laughs> and whoever those other dudes are. Don't downplay Lance Bass. <laughs> oh, yes, Lance. He's pretty cool. Anyway. Anyway, welcome, welcome, welcome. We are the Cheese McQueens. And if you are new to the podcast, Cheese means gossip. With that being said... Should we just go right into the cheese that we have, Igby? Go for it. All right. I just got a few little more morsels over here. Um, first, Lindsay's mom. A big, big factor in like Lindsay's emotional turmoil. Turns out Lindsay's mom is supposedly an educator or a counselor at a school. And to the person who wrote this on Reddit said, that she just seems like a normal kind of person. Like she was doing a little feature in the school newsletter and was talking about her three kids, but she said three kids. So I thought that was interesting because we've only seen a brother and Mm -hmm. Lindsay hasn't mentioned another sibling. So Hmm. that's interesting. And the mother supposedly said she didn't go to the wedding because she did not agree with Lindsay's decision to do uh, you know, a wedding where you with a stranger one and to be on reality TV too. So that's the reason she didn't want to attend the wedding. However, in my opinion, you know, that's one way to look at it, but also the dad hates her and the the brother seems not to like her either. And the, and Lindsay, of course, that's three people who are saying this is her character of being kind of, you know, a wicked mother. Mm-hmm. So to this person who's writing this, you know, of course, she's going to be on her best behavior at school, at her job. You know what I mean? Right. And to Lindsay was saying that she was in town during the time that the weddings took place. But the way she said it made it seem like they didn't interact at all. Like, even if she didn't go to the wedding, would she even see her or speak to her? Well, she said she hasn't talked to her in years. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know either. Interesting, though. I hope they go more into it because I think there's more to this story. So we shall see. And, you know, initially it clicked just when you started talking that you said Lindsay's mom. Hmm. Like before I I was thinking Alyssa's mom. Oh. Because there's been, um, I know on Reddit people are talking about a Facebook group that she's a part of. And she was talking about how she was nervous about watching the show and all this kind of stuff. And with all the rumors circulating around Alyssa and Chris and their whole thing, uh-huh. it's like, okay, what are you nervous about? Like, what do you think is going to come out or what's going to be said? Yeah. Or, I don't know. But yeah, mm. I, I totally am still getting used to who's who in this. Same. There's this all season. the names are so different, except for the guys' names. Those are all basic, but all the women uh, have really I know, unique names. I know so many Elajuans. Do you? Why does no. Katina have such a hard time saying <laughs> Like, why are you trying to put some extra spice on it? Like, I know. No. <laughs> that was hilarious. I didn't mean to say a lot of ones. The name was me, but Chris, Mark, Michael, those are all basic. Yeah. yeah. 
And to go into more of Lindsay, I know we had talked about her wedding dress mm-hmm. that she had tried to sell it back in September, right? Mm-hmm. But I I didn't know she was trying to make a profit out of it. She was telling people that it was a Dolce & Gabbana dress and trying to sell it for like four grand or something like that. When it, you know, of course, I think you said that the budget for Married at First Sight is like $1,000 or $1,500 for the dress. Yeah, it's not crazy because we know last season, Mirla, with her her dress was like nine, nine eight nine or nine thousand. Yeah. yeah. So people were calling her out about that. It is not a Dolce & Gabbana dress. It's so inspired. It's, okay. Like the Vera <laughs> Wang at Dave, David's Bridal. Exactly. I just thought it was really funny. She's trying to make money off of it. <laughs> like you're already making money off of it because you didn't pay for it in the first place. Right? <laughs> yeah. So funny. And I know last time we talked about maybe Lindsay breaking into somebody's house and stealing stuff. I tried to, I'm not like an investigative reporter. My Google skills are limited, but I did try and look into that more and I have not found a criminal record for Lindsay. So maybe that was bad cheeksman or maybe it was when she was younger and, you know, could be expunged Um, or maybe it just didn't, you know, it didn't happen. She was just borrowing that stuff. <laughs> She's gonna bring it back. She took it back. That's she why it's it not off the right. Record. It was a misunderstanding. Exactly. That's what, that's what it was. Exactly. Uh, so there's that. And the only other thing I have is the preview with the uh, Alyssa and Chris uh, was super cringe. And I know we had talked about how they don't make it past the honeymoon. Spoiler well, alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> after the spoiler <laughs> dang well we are well yeah sorry well we had talked about it last preview or last i'm sorry last episode and uh to back that up i was watching this episode on the lifetime app and they kept showing old uh the old preview so it says oh uh, married at first time previewing on january 5th or 4th or whatever the date was right and they talked about the dinner scenes they teased the dinner scenes and i paused it and looked at who is at the dinner scene and there's only four couples there and the obvious couple not there is Alyssa and Chris. So I, I kind of go all in where they don't make it. They're not going to make it. So there's that. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. And for us, short yeah. enough podcast. The only other thing I saw on Reddit was that supposedly Jasmina and Michael are still together. So that's two couples that we've gotten that they're still together. Jasmina and Michael and Katina and Olajuwon, supposedly. Well, shoot. And Mark and Lindsay. I was getting ready to say that. But there's there might be some tension now. But as far as decision day, supposedly they make it. And that's interesting because we thought Steve and Noy were going to be like the boring people. So for sure they were going to be together. But mm-hmm. they're the only ones we haven't heard anything about. Yeah. Well, like nothing. Zero. So. Hmm, weird. Very strange. That Yeah. Like literally nothing. There's mm-hmm. been gossip about every single other couple. I have not seen not one piece of anything about Steve and Noy. You know what that tells me? They're boring as hell. <laughs> One, yes. Two, they probably have really solid friends and solid family who aren't going to open their trap. And they've never done anybody dirty. Mm-hmm. That's what that says to me. Because all this other stuff is people who 
like Lindsay is obviously pissed off. Right. <laughs> huh. Very, very interesting. Indeed. What about, um, you got any cheese I do. So speaking of Alyssa, so, you know, back last season, there was rumors about Ryan dating someone from Boston. Yes. From this new season. Mm -hmm. People think that it's Alyssa. Good old country gal, Alyssa. Oh, that makes sense. Like he, he turned her country. She's like, Maybe. I, ne I never used to like country music. Exactly. And now I do. And now it's my entire personality. Mm-hmm. I, I she needs to so move weird. from Boston. You're going to find any cowboys in Boston. Sure. Sure you can. That's crazy. But there also is a rumor that Alyssa is the one who told Ryan about After Party replacing Unfiltered and Keisha being the new host. And he might have taken that back to Jamie. And that's how she found out about it. I didn't know Ryan and... Oh, well, because she was the She host. hosted. Yes. Oh. So, so again, that's like, okay, what is the timeline here on all of this stuff? Like, mm -hmm. when was all of this being filmed? And mm -hmm. how were the, the new... Because I know there's... Um, I know Mirla follows Michael. Okay. And so there is some kind of, I don't know, commingling of yeah. the seasons. So I don't know how all of that happens and works right. out. But yeah, so that's the word on the street, but I don't know. That's just what I heard. Well, Alyssa does seem Ryan's type, except she's high maintenance potato. True. A high maintenance potato. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted those um, double stuffed fancy spuds. Ooh. Those are tasty. This <laughs> comes back. Life comes food. back to the carbs. <laughs> I know it. I know it. Oh, uh, no. I know there was speculation that Miles and Karen might have been on the outs mm -hmm. since they, you know, they were taking a social media break for a little <laughs> while and they had a trip planned to, I think, the islands. I don't mm -hmm. remember which one. I don't know. But that fell through or got canceled. So people were like, okay, what's going on? But no worries. It looks like instead of their trip to the islands, they are now planning for New Year's Eve 2022 in Dubai. Okay. So if you're looking to spend a week and ring in the new year with your favorite cast members of Married at First Sight in Dubai, you can uh, check out Karen's Instagram for that's, the link. That's really Space is limited, so weird. hurry on over. It's really strange. If I'm going to Dubai, it's not because of Karen and Miles. <laughs> it would only be with Karen and Miles if they had the best rate to get there. This is true. That is because I don't even know who these people are. But that's true. Are they going Emirates? <laughs> I would like to know. It looks very nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only way. I mean, New Year's in Dubai sounds great, but yeah, they're not pulling me in. They couldn't even get me to Jamaica, so I'm not going across the world. Uh, let's see. The only other piece of chisme I have is we've got a new puppy, new pet in the Married at First Sight universe. So Bao has, quote unquote, adopted a dog. Uh, her name is Tofu. She's a red tuxedo mini Bernie Doodle who is nine weeks old. Very, very cute. So cute. Uh, but people are giving her hell online because she's saying that she adopted this dog from a small breeder for a minimal adoption fee. 
AKA she bought a dog. Yes. And not rescuing it like she's trying to make it seem. I was looking at these prices of these dogs. Did you look at them? No. They were like five grand, nine grand. I'm good. I got my dog for $40. Right. A real adoption fee. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, those, those designer dogs are expensive. They are. They're super cute. And when they're from real breeders, you know, they're, they're much loved. You can see that. But when they're from those puppy mills, like, oh my gosh, that's, that's what people are always worried about. Right. And that they come from right. the puppy mills. Like Mirla's dog. Yeah. She bought it from a store. Yeah. That one was definitely a puppy mill dog. Shout out to Porsche. Porsche. She is cute. Even though she always look raggedy. <laughs> hmm. Like mother, like mother. <laughs> Where Mirla had the greasiest hair of all time. Like to be so bougie, can you do something about that? Like, all right, some dry shampoo, maybe. No, actually wash it. That's the problem. I'm just asking. You can't for wear the minimum. dry shampoo every day. I'm just asking for the minimum. Put some dry shampoo in there if you're gonna be like that. She's like a workout fiend. Every day yeah. she's posting these videos. Heck, trying to get that sponsorship mm-hmm. money. Hell yeah. Those Victoria's Secret workout outfits don't pay for themselves. She's so she's trying to make them. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got as far as chisme. It's still, you know, early on in the season, so there's still not a whole lot. I feel a lot will come out next week after the Alyssa Chris stuff. I think things will start popping. The only other thing I saw on Reddit was somebody somebody who others thought was Lindsay, always defending Lindsay on Reddit. Saying that she wasn't a good, she's too good looking for Mark. And when somebody would say something bad about Lindsay, she's such a good person. You can tell. They're like, is this Lindsay? So Lindsay might be on the Reddit streets. So watch out. Shocker. I know. I know. Somebody from this show has a lurker account? (laughs) Never. All right. So let's get this ball rolling. So we are covering Married at First Sight, season 14, episode 2. Igby, do you have a title? Nice day for a wicked wedding. <laughs> Again. Wicked doesn't have, oh, does that have an accent on it? Mm, Is there, no. I can't. I just know no, it's like. They a, just say it. Say it That's a lot. just a word. Yeah. Like, uh, what's his name? Mark. They always call him Mr. Wicked something on the, on the title underneath his on name. his little Chiron. Yeah. Mr. Wicked committed or something like that. Whatever. Again, stop trying to make fetch happen. Right? It's not. All right. So let's start with the elegant and beautiful Jasmina and Michael. And Michael. And Michael. I'm sorry. Jasmina is just gorgeous. She is a stunner. So let's see. We open to wedding day. Jasmina's in bed and she's exclaiming about how happy she is and excited she is to be getting married. Um, They cut to Michael in bed as well, where he's saying today is the day that he prayed for. He says it's like being in line for a roller coaster and he's at the front of the line, but he just has to wait a little bit longer. They go back to Jasmina with um, her uh, sisters and her bridesmaids coming in to the hotel so they can all get ready together. Jasmina says she thought she was going to wake up feeling nervous, but she actually feels excited. In her interview, she says that she's had the worst luck in relationships and in the men that she's chosen, 
She wants someone who's tired of all the games. She never saw any successful marriages around her when she was growing up. All she saw were people who were married for all the wrong reasons or who ended up cheating. She says she wants to be an example for her younger sisters so that they know you can be in love and it can all work out. So the next scene we get is Michael's brother and his friend coming over to his hotel room to get ready. He says that he's ready to get married at first sight because he's ready to take the risk to get the life, the love, the companionship, and the family that he's always wanted. He lets us know again that his uh, father passed away when he was 13 from prostate cancer and then his mom passed away from breast cancer when he was 20 and that he's last in his name. So family is a really big deal to him. He really wants to create legacy. We see him talking to his friend. Is it Ye? I think so. Okay. He was kind of cute. I was like, okay, hey, how you he, doing? He's But cute. he was a lot, though. He, I was just going to say, <laughs> he, he was pretty clutch in some moments. But when they walk in, and I'm sure you'll cover that in a little bit. Yes. Yeah, go for it. But uh, he's talking with them uh, about Michael overthinking. Uh, Michael says that when you're dating, you're meeting a bunch of different women and going on a ton of awkward first dates. So you kind of have to keep everybody at arm's length and not be super vulnerable. He's done with that kind of life and he has to be a different Mike. And his friend agrees. He says, you can't expect different results by continuing to do the same thing. So we have to go into this with the new mindset. Uh, we go back to the ladies and they're getting ready in glam. Jasmina's sister, Shanice, asks her if she's ready to get married and what her expectations are for her husband. Jasmina says she expects him to always keep her happy because she wants to keep him happy. But her biggest hope for the day is that she's been matched with someone that she asked for. She says, you want someone that wants all the same things that she wants and she's done playing games to get that. Um, she wants someone that's really serious. She says in past relationships, she's been the test dummy. She's the person that men have to go through to get ready for their next relationship. Then we go back to Michael. And at this point, his sisters and family are all coming in to help him get ready. I kind of thought that was cute that he actually had them there instead of just like his homeboys. Yeah. Um, it just shows, you know, how really close he is to his family and, you know, how much they mean to him yes and you could just tell there's so much love there and the sisters just dote on him so much it's so cute mm -hmm. i love it see he says that it's really important to have them there for him their support has been really important throughout the whole process and he knows that whatever happens through this and through the marriage itself he's going to have them there for comfort and that puts him at peace they go back to him talking with his sisters and one of them says that it's tough because he's the baby apparently of the family <laughs> and you know babies. Baby bro is not a little baby anymore, and now they have to hand him off to someone they don't even know, and that's kind of scary. Uh, then everybody grab your tissues and your oh. Kleenex. This is when the brother, like, kills the vibes, and he asks Michael if he thought about how things would be different if their parents were there, specifically their mom. Yeah. You know, they cut the sad music, and Michael says that he spiritually he feels that she's there with him and she's validating these steps that he's going through and then his brother gives him a little pink breast cancer awareness like pin to put on the lapel of his tuxedo in remembrance of their mom and so it's like i'm not crying you're crying i know <laughs> it was such a sweet moment yeah like the whole room is kind of trying to hold back their tears yes. and they kind of end it all with a big group hug 
And um, again, yay, his friend reminds him that they're always going to be there to support him. But today they're going to celebrate life, new beginnings, new blessings, new chapters. And, you know, he receives it. Can we get an amen? Right. That was cute. The next scene. That was the is, clutch I meant. Like, that's a clutch moment. Yeah. When everybody's in tears and you, you can sum it all up, you know, because you're kind. He's outsider, but not quite, you know. Right. Yeah. It was really sweet of him to jump in. Hey, we got to focus. It's almost go time, and Jasmina is really getting like the last minute jitters. Yeah. Um, unlike this, the morning when she was first waking up and she was all excited, now she definitely has nerves to the point that she's physically sick to her stomach. Um, production like literally has to give her a moment to kind of get it together before they go downstairs to the actual ceremony. Um, she says that literally every emotion is hitting her all at once. She hopes that the person that she sees is someone she's attracted to and who will treat her well. Um, she even has to make fun of herself. She says that the whole time she's been talking all this shit about how she's cool <laughs> and she's very much not. <laughs> and, you know, at this point, that's when production brings in the big guns. They have her mom come in and she kind of gives her a pep talk. Uh, to get her downstairs and get her down the aisle, which I thought was really sweet. Her mom is, even though her mom isn't really with this whole thing, she's trying to be supportive as, as possible. She's not on board for the idea, but she's on board for her baby. <laughs> right. So next we get to the actual ceremony itself. And Jasmina looks incredible. Mm -hmm. Like she looks like a dream. Her bouquet was amazing. I, lo I love the flowers. I don't even pay attention to flowers. It was <laughs> it was different, and that's why it stood out to me. Oh, okay. But, yes, it was beautiful. That was the um, dress to go with. I think she made a great choice. She looked fantastic. Mm -hmm. I liked her little headband, too. Mm -hmm. That was cute. Um, you know, like us, Michael, too, is stunned. Like, immediately, he's like, whoa, wow. Yeah. I think he says it twice. You don't know what to say. <laughs> and... Once he, you know, they get down the aisle, he introduces himself to uh, her mom and then they introduce themselves to each other. And again, yeah, this is when he says, wow, again. Yeah, that's the and, correct response, Michael. Good job. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for understanding the assignment. A plus. So they have a little bit of awkward silence, you know, while they're at the altar. And Jasmina breaks the ice by asking him if he comes here often, <laughs> which was very cute. So this is when we get the statements from the family about the bride and groom. So Jasmina's family and friends want Michael to know that off the rip, she loves kids. Like, get her like whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> we just met, but okay, we get it. Baby's ASAP. Um, and she loves kids, can't wait to build her own family. She loves to travel, so hopefully he has his passport because she's trying to go to South Korea and see her favorite K-pop group. BTS and she seems happily surprised that he was able to guess that and knows who BTS even is yeah which was very cute yeah that whole thing is wild out there like I'm, as usual I am out of the loop on this you know and you're yeah, not surprised no <laughs> have you even heard of BTS before I have I have but I don't I, I can't name a song or anything I can do that uh but <laughs> It, it's really wild. Like, it's wild. Um, I went to South Korea a few years ago, and like, literally, there's a channel on TV that just plays these groups just all day. <laughs> and the groups are like, it's not just like three or four people, it could be like 10 girls 
in like one group <laughs> and it, it, it's 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 wild <laughs> it's everywhere too that's crazy she'd have a great time south korea was big fun eat all the street meat you can Uh oh the one place i didn't get sick and i ate the most weird stuff <laughs> and i pet a, a raccoon that's weird it was fun so trash trash rodents no he was nice mm. he lived with the cats Mm-mm. And there was a um, I'll do cats either. A wallaby. Oh, that's cute. Muskrats. They're loud and hyper. It was a weird. There, there was a lot of weird stuff that happened. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to Ilsong. It's just like it's like Korean Sprite. It's delicious. It's better than McDonald's Sprite. There's a there's a bodega here in San Antonio off of uh, Donaldson. I wonder if they have. Whatever you just said, ill, sprite. ill song. I was like ill sprite. <laughs> I'd like one ill sprite, please. I don't when know. I, that it was I'll delicious. Look. When I go, I'll look. Thanks. It's in a white and green can. Oh, like sprite. Sprite is a green can. I know, but it's green and white. We digress. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck about that. Anyway, keep someone going. might. No one cares. Keep it moving. This is why okay. this podcast is five hours long. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, let's see. So they also say that um, Jasmina can get an attitude sometimes. And if she does, just call her Beyonce and keep it moving. <laughs> that reminded me of my stepson calling you Beyonce. You look just like Beyonce. It's true. And you were just like, okay, thank you. I, I mean, is there a higher compliment? No, no, not really. Exactly. And I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> He's not. Um, anyway, Michael's family wants Jasmina to know that he is the baby in a Haitian family, so he's been spoiled by his sisters. He also loves kids and can't wait to be a father. He's lived by himself a long time, so he might be a little bit messy. Red flag. But he's <laughs> a quick learner, and they say that Michael always means well and will always show up for her. That's cute. So. I like okay. that part. Both families didn't have anything too bad to say oh, about baby. their... Now, are we talking Brett messy? How messy are we talking? We shall see. <laughs> so next they exchange the vows that they've written themselves. Jasmina goes first and she says that she knew from the first time she saw him that he was the one. Uh, she goes on to talk about the things that she can't promise in their marriage. She says that she can't promise that she won't eat food off of his plate even though she said she didn't want any <laughs> she can't promise that she won't hog the covers and take up all the space in the bed or that she'll squeeze the toothpaste from the bottom of the tube instead of the middle so obviously she's been watching this show we know how obsessed they are about brushing their teeth mm-hmm. uh, she says that she can promise that she'll always make him feel wanted and valued and most importantly heard also that he's human just like she is and that they're in this together then she does a mic drop with her vows, like a total boss. And like the whole whole crowd loses it. Yeah. Like you can definitely, now we can see her personality right. really coming out. Like I told you, I said last week when I saw her on After Party, I was like, she's got a little sass to yeah. her. And I like that. And now we're seeing it more. And that's what I like about it. Is she's definitely, she's not only is she beautiful, she seems really smart and articulate and funny. I mean- Michael is going to win her here. For sure. Unless she does something completely terrible, which I don't think she would. But we'll see. 
We will see. Um, Michael starts his vows by saying that he's always wanted to be married ever since he was little. Sounds like someone else we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're about to go on a very unique journey that no one else can understand. There's going to be battles that only they can overcome. So he promises to be vulnerable, to humble himself, and allow her to learn every aspect of him, which she hopefully accepts because he vows to accept all of her. He'll always be respectful, especially in the midst of turmoil or hardship. He says that he doesn't believe there are many uh, coincidences in life. They're both there today for that reason. Um, he wants to do everything in his power to find out what that reason is. They exchange rings. You know, Jasmina compliments him on his hands. And he's like, yeah, I got a manicure for you. That's another plus for him. And she puts the ring on. Um, she's having a little bit of a time doing it, but once she finally gets it on, she's like, well, that's a sign. it's not coming off. Yeah. And uh, they pronounce them men and man and wife. You know, they have their first little peck of a kiss and they jump the broom and they are officially married and are about to strut down the aisle. Mm -hmm. I have never seen um, that before, the jump the broom. I thought it was really cool. That's a really cool cultural tradition i had i had heard of it of course and i've heard the song song yeah didn't no ugh, i hate to bring him up r kelly didn't he have a song i and, wouldn't know i think he does and because i only say this because uh it was on maybe it was on one of those documentaries and people are like he just ruined every black wedding because oh. we can't play that song anymore and da, 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 da. i forget what it is no no I don't no, even I'm failing as a black. Sorry. That's <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> no worries. As far as the song goes. No worries. Well, hopefully you never hear it again because he's terrible. But um, anyway, it was really cool to see. Yeah, they talk about it on After Party. Yeah, I saw that. And Mark just looks like out of place. Um, exactly. Because <laughs> she's like literally speaking directly to him. Yeah. Hello, white person. Let us educate you. <laughs> Anyway, uh, in an ITM, Jasmina says that she's somebody's wife now. And uh, she I says feel like that, that was a reference to something, like a show or a movie, but I couldn't catch it. It uh, sounds so familiar. I don't know if it's anything in particular. No? It didn't bring anything to me. Like, yes, I caught the emphasis. Like, I thought she was just being Funny. sassy. Yeah, I thought it was something else. Uh, she says that she was just, in the beginning, really nervous about seeing what was going to be on the other side of the door and not knowing what to expect. But she was just really in her head, and she was letting that ruin the moment. But now, they're Gucci. They cut to Michael, who's saying the most complimentary things he can about his wife. <laughs> He's saying that she's just dropped it gorgeous. She's basically the black Barbie. And, you know... She's 100% his taste, and she's perfect. So they sit down to have their first little uh, chat and uh, their first drink. Um, Jasmina has to call Michael out because he takes a sip before even proposing a toast. <laughs> so he goes back and pours a little bit more champagne back in his glass to replace the drink that he took. And they toast to new beginnings, being open and honest with each other, and always staying on the same page. Then Michael goes into this weird story about how he was trying to guess her name there's an awkward silence in between that so bingo mark that on your box mark that box <laughs> on your on your card uh he was saying that he was trying to guess her name and he thought it was going to be melissa but then he shortened it in his mind to mimi but her name is jasmina so he was kind of close and she's like no no, no you weren't no. <laughs> you were wrong uh then they start talking about their sleep schedule 
She says that she's an early riser and normally wakes up around six o'clock naturally, but she usually doesn't go to sleep until about two in the morning because she likes to stay up late watching Korean uh, drama series or shows. Michael says that he's a grandpa and if it was up to him, he'd go to bed at like 9, 30, 10. Um, she asked him what he likes to watch. And of course he says he doesn't watch TV, which is a shocker to her. Um, on Twitter, I was saying Jasmina is one of us. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I am that uh, person staying up till 2 a.m. binging. Yeah, she's totally shocked he doesn't watch any TV and that he doesn't know anything about the MCU. Yeah. And what does he, he joke- do? Like, even if I'm not watching TV, I have something on in the background, like music on the TV or some TV show that I've seen a million times and just going. Yeah. So is he just walking around in silence all day in his apartment? Like, what's going on there? I need or to maybe know. Maybe he's not home like that. Maybe he has... A- a million clients because he's a personal trainer right i have no idea what he does i think so i think he's a trainer okay i heard it (laughs) (laughs) oh that's why mirla follows him that's what they were saying oh okay and he's not bald he's bald he's not bald oh he's not bald he's balding that is true yeah editing did him dirty they didn't have to show that These, this, whoever edits this show is shady. Oh yes, because <laughs> they, I'm like, y'all do not have to do that. Zooming in on Chris's teeth, that was cold. That was so bad. It's such a cringe. Uh, but yeah, uh, he kind of jokes if that would be like the end of their marriage, and it could end up being an issue. Like they're downplaying it now, but if she's staying up till two o'clock in the morning. Or would rather watch her Korean dramas than like spend time with him or do something that he wants to do. That could be a wedge. Mm, maybe. I stay up real late. My husband goes to bed around 9 or 10. And he just, now he's like, it helps him go to sleep. My background noise helps him go to sleep. So before it would drive him crazy. So it's just something Michael has to get used to. Mm, we'll that's see. My, that's we'll see my how that, that plays out. Keep it low. Put your subtitles on. Well, it's in Korean. So oh, that's true. So it has to. <laughs> so yeah, even better. You just keep it real low, and it'll be like white noise to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the next thing, or the next scene that we see, is them going into their reception or cocktail hour. I don't know which one it is. Um, and they can hear all the noise from a mile away, mm-hmm. and they're trying to determine whose family is being louder. Um, as soon as they walk into the room, everybody starts screaming. <laughs> This is when we have the awkward moment from uh, Michael's BFF. He's the first one to walk up to them and he gives Jasmina like a huge hug. And you can hear somebody in the back being like, yo, you're getting too close, dog. Like, calm down. (laughs) But he takes this as as an opportunity to say his piece. Like, he says, this is what happiness should feel like. It's humbling because he knows that Michael has somebody that he can be himself around. Um, because she came out swinging and you know she's the one uh yeah in an itm michael says that it feels good knowing that both families are accepting of their union he says that it feels right to him uh, then we see a montage of them taking their couple photos michael's trying to be touchy-feely you know mm-hmm. he's trying to feel on her booty and she's like i know what you're trying to do you're not slick <laughs> And uh, they're talking about maybe where the uh, honeymoon might be. Jasmina thinks Mexico. And Michael says that he's thinking Jamaica. And that's when Jasmina says, well, I hope not, because that's where she's planning to go for her 30th birthday. And she asks him, you know, are you coming? (laughs) And he laughs and he's like, well, if all goes well, I hope so. (laughs) Which was cute. 
And it's super cute. Uh, then as Jasmine and Michael walk into their reception, they go straight into their first dance. We hear in a voiceover, Michael saying that she doesn't feel like a stranger to him anymore. So he's not going to describe her with that word anymore. She's just Jasmina or Mrs. Morency from now on. They haven't had that discussion yet. He's decided. He's decided. Don't you know that's how it works on this show? Mm-mm. One person decides and then that's how it goes. <laughs> what did you say she does for a living? Yes. <laughs> what does she do? Is she one of the influencers? Is that what you said last time? No, that's Katina. Isn't okay. she the one that had the brunch thing? Yeah, but it's that not molded, but I don't know what she does now. Yeah, that's what I mean. I was like, I wonder I wonder if she has like a profession where her name means something, you know? Mm, I'm not sure. <clears throat> I wonder if she's traditional and will take take the name. I'm not sure. Man's name. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Was it who has the no, it's uh, Katina and Elijah one? Somebody on Reddit said, I hope Katina hyphenates her name so it's good Dickerson. <laughs> Almost oh. as good as Noi Moy. Oh my gosh. I didn't think about that. That's great. Yeah. Oh, he asks her um, what she thought before she walked down the aisle. And she tells him that she was really nervous, uh, but she went ahead and put on her big girl panties and, you know, got it done. Michael says that he does feel physical chemistry with her when they embrace. Her smile is so beautiful. And that's the main thing that he sees when he looks at her. Jasmina says there's a little spark. It's not a big explosion or anything like that, but it's real little because they are still trying to get to know each other and they haven't really talked so much. Um, but we'll see where it goes. And that's what we saw from them this episode. Looks like starting off on the good foot. Yeah, not too much, not too little, just just enough. I like it. Uh, what do you think of him carrying her train everywhere? I mean, that's your job now. <laughs> I thought it was good. Like, there, but there's at some point where you know, let the, let the dress do the work. Like let it be yeah. the drama that it is. Like when they're entrance, he didn't have to carry it in, but he didn't know. Jasmine should have told him, okay, let it down so I can have my moment. And he did kind of like carried it all do the it time. clumsily. Like yeah. he had like the whole thing, like bunched up. Like you only need to carry the end. I'm surprised it didn't have a bustle. That too. Hmm. Anyway, that's all I had on that. But I do. I love that dress. It's so beautiful. All right. Let's talk about the opposite of my feelings. Lindsay and Mark. They got married last episode, and they're on their way to start taking uh, pictures with their family. Mark tells her that he, you know, what he's told all of us multiple times in the last um, episode, that he already applied to Boston. He got rejected the first time, and he applied again, and, and that's how he got to where he is now. And she told him that she applied on Valentine's Day after a really bad date with an old dude. Lizzie says she feels great. Uh, she feels that he's genuine and kind. And the only thing she's concerned about is the five cat situation. She says, the good But news. then she's like, I know. She says the good news is his cats are close to death. What an asshole. Why would you say that? <laughs> she's a terrible person. Oh my gosh. Her humor is not my humor. And it doesn't look like it's Mark's humor at all. No. At all. I don't know whose humor this is, but it ain't mine. Hers. Ooh. Well, and she has friends that's what's funny like her friends i guess think she's she's something i don't know i don't know i don't get it well speaking of the friends so she's taking pictures with her friends and family and one of them says oh you already have your sneakers on she goes oh yeah we're dropping off layers in about three hours i i won't have any underwear and mark just looks like Ooh. and that's the proper response to that right like 
you realize you're in front of all these people you don't know. Right? Just so. Why would you say that? So crazy. Mark says his wife is a wild child. She likes to have fun. Like the sun shines in the sky, which I thought was corny. She's someone who will keep up with him, get him out of his routine, and maybe he'll live a little more because of her. Lindsay says kissing her new husband is still super awkward, uh, but, you know, she's going to keep doing it, I guess. She introduces him to her dad and her brother, and the dad says, have you ever gone gator hunting? And he's like, no. He's like, you just did. And I guess just meaning that Lindsay's crazy and good luck. Is what that translates to in my mind. Right. It's dealing with Lindsay is like grabbing an alligator by its tail. Mm -hmm. Mark says in the past when he's dated somebody who's outgoing, he didn't really know their soft side. So he's hoping for the best and that Lindsay also has a soft side, which I think she does. Because you can see that in this next part where they're talking about their moms. And she's like, is your mom here? He's like, no, she's not here. And is your dad here? No. And he said that his mom's situation is really rough. And, and she said, same, that hers is as well. And, um, you know, in, in these moments, she's super endearing. And I was like, why can't we have more of this Lindsay? She seems so nice. <sighs> she seemed really genuine in those moments because she's been there. You know what I mean? No, um... you don't think so? Because even like like when she talked to, she asked him about his dad and he let her know that, you know, his dad had passed away. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, well, I guess he's here in spirit. Like the way she said it, it was kind of flippant to me. Really? No, yes. I, thought, I thought she was, because it's awkward. I thought she was just trying to, you know, I, I, I didn't take it like that at all. Yeah. I'm not buying it. <laughs> okay. Um, but she does think that it's pretty awesome that he has people who love him enough to show up and, and kind of take those roles, right? His landlady showed up and promised him a dance. And I thought that was kind of cute. Sad. Sad, inviting, but cute. Who are these people inviting their landlords to social events? That's weird. No <laughs> Unless your landlord is like someone you personally know. Why? I don't know. I wouldn't tell them anything about anything <laughs> that I didn't have to. I don't know. It's weird. I guess. I don't know. The only landlord I've had was like a friend's dad and he was pretty cool. I would invite him. No, but I didn't. I didn't invite him to my wedding. <laughs> Never mind. Anyway, so they go to the reception. Right off the bat, people are clinking their glasses and they kiss multiple times. Um, she says she finds his confidence sexy. She finds him attractive. There is Their chemistry is undeniable and she's ready to get close and see what he's got. Where is this undeniable chemistry? I don't know. I don't see it. Didn't you just say you were awkward kissing him? Right? But she said it's undeniable. But she looks like her veil's all like askew. She looks disheveled. So she'd be making this stuff up in her drunk brain. That also. <laughs> so then they have their first dance and both of them haven't slowed danced in a long time. She said the last time she slowed danced was with her grandpa in the kitchen and he passed away at 99, I think she said. Yeah, but she said that it was a slow dance because he's old. Oh, like, <laughs> that too. Like, why? <laughs> so both of their goals is to live to 100. No thanks. But her pink goal is to live to 100 so she can be on the jam jar. Did you look this up? Yes. Okay, explain. Because on Twitter, I was like, what the hell is she talking about? And someone let me know that apparently on the Today Show, there is a segment that is sponsored by Smuckers 
where they put the picture of people who turned 100 that day on the front of a schmucker's jar. Next time I go to the store, I'll look for said jar. No, no, no. It's like on TV. Oh, so that's they, it? like Yeah. Oh, I thought like they it just was like, like superimpose their face on. Yeah, that was like Gerber picture. baby stuff, you know, like they put it no. everywhere. No. Not as exciting. Just for a couple minutes on the Today Show. Mm-hmm. not worth living to 100 what you don't want to be on the today show Mm-mm. maybe Mm-mm. if your family submits your picture <laughs> hey, it's not good morning america Ooh. slam slam gotta get my george stephanopoulos in anyway mark says that the more it goes on the more comfortable he's getting which gives him hope for that forever kind of love they both don't like country music that was her worst case scenario that he likes country music and has cats and they need to talk about the five cat situation because that's a lot of pussies in one house. She just cannot pass up the opportunity. Just cannot let it go by. She can't. She can't help herself. And with that lovely phrase, that's the end of their segment. I don't know how he can do eight weeks every day with this person. Every day. He's probably thinking, damn it, I shouldn't have changed my shifts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, I hope... I hope she's just like on, you know how like some people are on mm-hmm. and they just keep rattling off and trying to be funny and trying to be in the spotlight. And I hope there's an off mode sometimes for the sake of Mark's sanity. I don't know, bro. Cause she's a lot. And a everybody lot. keeps saying that over and over again. Yep. Crazy. You know, if two people say it, it's true. That's yeah. I know it. I know it. All right. Let's move it along to Katina. And Elijah Wong. So we open up with Katina going dress shopping. She says she wants him to, when he first sees her, to say, damn, she looks good. So she's tired of being the only one that doesn't have a child dating, the only one that's dating, uh, kind of like the third wheel of the group. She's tired of dating guys who don't want what she wants. And she wants someone to stick to a commitment. That's her major issues there and then we go to Olajuwon and he is tuxedo shopping the sister-in-law asks how he's feeling and he says he has the jitters but he's confident he knows that this is forever and he's going to be honest and answer real questions and the past is the past and the future is the future so that to me sounds like he's feeling really guilty already about what he's done in the past which I don't know. I want to. I, I want to know how All many. Life. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He's like really. It sounds like he's really worried about this. Someone says, you know, this means no more Isaac. I think the brother says this. Yeah. The brother says that means there's no more Isaac and that he has to leave his player ways behind, and that's going to be a hard thing to shake. Elajuan says that Isaac was part of his Playboy days, but that's the old him, and he's ready to be done with his selfish ways. He's happy for the next chapter and the the opportunity, and he can't wait to love this woman, show her how she's supposed to be treated. The sister-in-law hopes that she's ready for him because he's a lot. And she says maybe he's tameable, to which Elijah says, I'm a good catch. Are you? I don't know. What does he do? Do you ever get um, that? Uh, Like... Because people keep referring to how he works a lot, and he's a hard worker, and he has he has a house and all that so i wonder what he does something with waste 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 like waste management yes yeah it's a waste management operations or something like that gotcha yeah 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 oh well i don't know we'll figure it out 
they'll talk about it, I'm sure, eventually. Yes. Um, and then we get back to Katina in the dress shop, and she's trying on her first dress, and she really likes it. And one of her friends says it doesn't give that wow, but it's really pretty. It has a lot of lace and beading. Um, she wants him, She get, again, she says she wants him to think that she's beautiful. Of course, I think anything she wears, she's going to look great in. Um, she's ready to meet the love of her life. Mark your bingo card. She's in her 30s. Her clock is ticking and her ovaries aren't getting any younger. Not my saying, her saying. She's ready to start a family and she can't do that by herself. Yes, you can. She wants somebody to share that moment with, of course. And then she comes out with this second dress and it is completely backless. It looks really good on her. Everything looks good on her. Whatever she chose, she would have been stunning in. Um, But the front is like completely covered and long sleeve. And she says it feels like it's choking her. So she doesn't pick that one. Next, we go back to Olajuwon. And his family's having like this conference without him. Um, The sister-in-law thinks that she's worried because he's thinking that they're going to find like this picture perfect wife for him. And the others jump in like, yeah, his expectations are way too high. He expects his wife to cook breakfast for him before work. I don't remember him saying that, but I guess they've talked about it more. And also this fool not only wants a hot dinner when he gets home, ready to go on the table. He wants her to wake up and cook him breakfast too. That's that's a lot. And probably pack him a lunch. Probably so. That's nuts. With snacks. That is nuts. The friend doesn't think he'll he'll want to see someone all the time though. So hopefully that they're both working lots of hours. That, yeah, I have that in my notes. I'm like, okay, so you want career woman of America, but you also want breakfast and dinner Mm-mm. every day before Mm-mm. and after work? Not, no. No. That doesn't sound like a partnership at all. So then Olajuwon comes out dancing. He's in an all black tuxedo. He has a navy tie, a navy pocket square. He looks good. And the sister says, do you think you'll take your wife's breath away? He goes, yeah, because I almost took my own. Shut up. <laughs> oh my gosh, this guy. Anyway, and we get back to Katina, and she tries on another dress. This one's like a corset kind of dress, lots of lace, lots of shimmer. She said if she can tell her future husband something, she would say that she's taking this super seriously, and she's going to be the best wife she can be. She decides on that dress. And everyone is like happy and crying and it's like a good moment. Then we go back to Olajuwon and he comes out in all white tux. And that's the one. He looks really good in that one. I don't like white. You don't don't like white tux? I thought he looked good. No. I feel like... (sighs) It's got waiter vibes for you? I don't know. I feel like a a certain type of person, you know, would pick an all... Well, he didn't pick all white, but would pick a white jacket. Mm. or a white tuxedo i liked it i just didn't like how like later on he's like fishing for compliments <laughs> girl you, you didn't you didn't bye. say anything about me because it's not about you ain't nobody coming to see you otis yup i'm the star it is my day no one cares about you calm down so he loves this tux he says no more discussion she's gonna have her mouth full when she sees me he's tired of the apps he's tired of the bullshit he's ready for the love of his life and he's ready for the next chapter. And maybe a little one that runs around. Brother asks him do you, if he has any doubts. And he says, no, he's committed. And then the sister says, for a lifetime? And then he just has like this awkward laugh. So no. So, yeah. 
Next scene we come to is Katina and her bridesmaids come to see her and help her get ready. She says she's nervous AF. She says she's not only nervous, she's also nauseous. She had a lot of fun in her 20s. She's fallen in love. She's fallen out of love. And she's not meeting anyone on how she's doing it now. And so now she's putting her trust into three strangers to make it happen for her. So they are filling up their champagne. And her friend is there. And Katina has, she kind of looks at her friend like, I know you've doubted this process. And the friend was kind of just trying to, it's like, no, I just want to, you know, she's just looking out for her, basically. And she says she does have a fear that she's making a mistake, but she also feels like whatever happened, whatever's going to happen is her destiny. That dating's been really hard, and now she has a lot of peace and knows that there's a higher potential of it working out by trusting the experts. So then she has her toast. She says, cheers to your doubts and cheers to my hopes. And it will be a good day. At least she's acknowledging that it's crazy. Sure. Elijah one, uh, on the other hand, he can't believe he's getting married. He says he feels joy in his heart, but his body is numb and he's very emotional. He says he's cold, but he's sweating and he's never felt this way before. He is a mess. So then Elijah continues. He says, as Isaac, he did whatever he wanted. Um, he only cared about himself. And he hopes that she can feel how genuine he is with this whole process and that he's all in. So the boys give a little toast. And then we cut to his friends and his brother are on the couch. And his friends hope his friend says that he hopes it's a good match. And the brother says he hopes to, too, because he's super excited to meet his soulmate. And the brother puts it in quotations. Hmm. Then, yeah, I think the, the brother is just so real throughout this whole thing. It's just like, Elijah, he knows his brother. Exactly. He knows his brother. Exactly. <laughs> so he's, he's, I think he, in his mind, he's like, if this lady disappoints him in one way or another, then the brother's going to be out. You He's going to be back to the streets. Mm-hmm. So then we hop back to Katina. The mom's, con- and then she's kind of getting ready, and her mom is there and talking with her. Uh, the mom's concern is that the guy is all excited, and Katina will be meh. You know, like, eh, not too into him, which is kind of, <sighs> kind of happens. <laughs> Her mom hopes that a good personality will overshadow any deficit that Katina sees. She didn't, uh, Katina says in, in uh, a voiceover that she didn't have an example of marriage growing up and she's hoping for a good, kind man open to being in love, that he can communicate. Uh, and when people look at them, they can see the love between them. I don't know why people are so, like, people use that a lot. Like, I hope when they look at us, people know that we're in love. I think Chris says it. Someone else says Um, it, too. I don't know. I just thought that was interesting that multiple people have used that phrase. Then we cut to Olajuwon, and he is having a cry fest. I think everything is hitting him. He can hoe no more. So much so that his friend takes him to the other room and closes the door. But guess what? You're all mic'd up. We can hear everything yeah on twitter i said that uh he is really taking isaac's funeral pretty hard because <laughs> he is bawling <laughs> like is. big cry yes <laughs> like red in the face <laughs> crying we thought zach was doing it uh this man might take the cake <laughs> the brother 
is in the other room. He's like, oh, everything just hit him. And his friend is like talking him down, telling him it's okay to be nervous. You're human. This is normal. And whatever happens, they got him. Isaac then says he has a lot of emotions. And then his sister tries to jump in and is trying to pump him up to get ready because it's almost go time. We go back to- You called him Isaac. Did I call him Isaac? Yes. Well, because, girl, that's what he is. Until he says I do, then he <laughs> turns into Olajuwon. But for now, he's these are the last moments of Isaac's existence. <laughs> There's a brief um, shot of Katina, and she's saying she's so ready for this. And we go back to Olajuwon, who is so not ready for this. So much so that he asked the producer for a hug. I'm like, man... The insecurity just keeps hopping right on out. Like, dog, you talk all this game and you just, <laughs> yeah, no. Is this why he was such a player? Because, like, emotion is too much? I think so. Like, like, it's easier to just not deal. Yeah. So then we get back to Katina and she's saying a little prayer before she goes. And the voiceover, she's, she's saying that, you know, she's trying to evaluate if she's crazy or not. Because this isn't normal, truth. She's going to take, but she's going to take this chance on love. Lajuan's biggest fear is his wife looking at him for the first time and she doesn't like what he what she sees. He also fears that he's messed with someone she knows and she can't get past it. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Very easily. Because apparently he was getting around. Mm-hmm. So he gets down to the end of the aisle um, and he, he just looks nervous as hell. Mm-hmm. And then here she comes. And again, a, a perfect response. He says, wow, he did good there. <laughs> That's the proper response. Yes, she looked amazing. She, did. she also had great flowers, too. <laughs> I didn't pay attention to the flowers. So he says right off the bat, you are beautiful. And they introduce themselves. It's kind of awkward. He continues. He tells her that he loves her tattoos. He can't stop looking at her. And then he's like, well, you didn't say anything like about how he looks. He's like fishing for the compliment. And she's like, oh, yeah, you're you're handsome. I'm just nervous. It's coming true. He he said it himself. It's coming true. He's met somebody. Well, his fear that he expressed when they all when all the guys went out to the bar where he's met somebody that's out of his league. Mm. She's a 10. He's not the pretty one in the relationship. So now he has, he can't fall back on that. He has to charm, charm her. Mm -hmm. And this isn't just a fling. So he has to like really put in effort, use his brain and actually do work. He can't just fall back on being cute. Mm -hmm. So yeah, his ego is about to be (laughs) bruised as hell. Yeah. Good luck. Uh, Anyway, let's keep going. Olajuwon's family and friends want her to know that they call him Tootie. And they wonder why. And why are they telling her? <laughs> and why is she supposed to call him Tootie now? Can we all call him Tootie? Um, they also want her to know that he is a ball of energy. So they hope that she has lots of patience, that he loves his family. And so she better be ready for family gatherings. And he loves food. So she, they hope that she can cook a home-cooked meal. She can't cook. That I told y'all. You did. You I called told y'all it. she cannot boil water. <laughs> and all this mess, this guy said, like, no, that's a deal breaker. That's a deal breaker. Blah, blah, blah. And now he's like, uh, we'll learn together. Exactly. We'll oh, now that this. you see that she's fine as hell. Uh-huh. Oh, all, that, all that's out the window. Yep. 
I could I can cook breakfast and lunch. You you worry about dinner. He's backtracking. For sure. Um, they also say that he worked hard for what he has and they hope that she doesn't judge him before they she gets the opportunity to get to know him, which is interesting. I wouldn't have put that in the that in the I don't know. I just I guess just giving her a heads up that he a ho. Basically. I know, but I wouldn't I don't know. I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> Let her figure it out. Katina's family and friends want Elijah want to know that she's a social butterfly with a heart of gold. She's been ready for marriage for like the past five years. She's been saying that she's going to get married. She enjoys a night out with her friends, but she also enjoys a night in with her friends. And uh, she is beautiful as she is endearing. Behind that face is an opinionated woman, but she couldn't be a, a bit blunt. And she, but she's working on that. And he says, "You don't have to work on that." Her friends are her family. She's a confident woman with so much love to give, and they are hoping that he is ready to receive it. Yeah, he's giving a big Lindsay energy. Like, shut up, stop talking. Stop during the ceremony. Yeah, we get it. She's beautiful. We know. You've told her already. Calm down. Act like you've been around a woman before. <laughs> and then even after this, he's like, oh, you're like, you're so beautiful. I'm so glad they picked you. And like, it just like reeks of desperation, you know? Yeah. So, for somebody who's supposedly a player, you're uh-huh. acting real like high school right now. Mm-hmm. So Katina's vows, she says that he, uh, he is an answered prayer. And because they've both gone through this process, she feels very comforted because he also took a chance on love. She promises to always listen, to have patience, to honor and respect him. She's going to trust him and always put him first. And she's going to try and be the best wife that she can be. And this fool didn't, I don't think he wrote his vows at all. Yeah, I'm like, okay, is he freestyling or <laughs> I think did he re- memorize something? Well, some of the parts were really cute so maybe he thought about it but he i don't think he wrote anything down the paper was just gonna be in the way he's trying to hold her hand (laughs) anyway all right spit your freestyle right he promises to be honest and truthful and to protect her he promises to keep the spark in their relationship he will do the little things that make her happy if he had to go back 10 years through all the trials of dating and failure to be the best version of himself he would do that all over again just for her and he can't wait to be to grow old with her that's cute you forgot the group participation oh and then the well you, you go for it let him run down <laughs> Um, he says that God brought them together and God will see them through their marriage. And as his family says, amen. Everybody said it. I was like, Let okay. the church say amen. I guess they do that on the regular unless they all practice it. All right. So after this, they exchange the rings. He asks, he's the only one that asks if he can kiss her. Sounds like he's um, been conditioned to ask for consent as a college football athlete. I think so. I mean. It's not a bad thing. It's not. Could I'm be glad, worse. I'm glad he asked. Literally. I'm glad he asked. And she says yes. And then they walk down the aisle as man and wife. I like that him too, his ring like barely fits and it's like, oh, now you can't take it off. <laughs> You're stuck with it. Stuck. I know. Don't these people know their ring size? Didn't they? I, I would think that's part of the process. Right? Unless they're all just like hot and swollen, which is maybe, could be. Just is also possible in Lindsay's case drunk 
So my alcohol swells her up. When they are finally alone, Olajuwon, right off the bat, he's like, you make me feel so comfortable. And she's saying that she can't believe uh, she's somebody's wife. He is very handsome, but she can't pronounce his name. Olajuwon. Has she never heard this name before? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what she's doing. I've heard it a few times. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why she's being extra. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've heard Olajuwon more than Katina. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He goes on to tell her that he's cried a lot today. And she says she hasn't cried at all. He asks if she's okay with a man who doesn't hide his emotions. And she says she doesn't. He has no words when he sees it. This is in an ITM. Olajuwon says he has no words when he sees his wife. She's just gorgeous. She's hot. And he can't stop staring at her. And when they are together... In the next scene, it's it's just like super awkward. There's an awkward silence. And then he makes it more awkward saying, man, I just, you know, can't wait to kiss you again. But it's weird if I asked you to kiss you, can I kiss you? Which is all, she's like, sure. And it's an awkward kiss. It's just like a whole mess of awkward. Basically. So, so far she thinks he's sincere. And she can tell that he's really in this because when they were saying their vows, he was tearing up. Uh, he tells her when they go back to them together, uh, Olajuwon tells her that he's a lot to handle because he's high energy. Um, they start to do a toast and then he chugs his champagne and he's like, I'm so nervous. (laughs) Was I supposed to shoot that? No, it's champagne. Have you never had champagne before? He's so amped up. I know. And I didn't write down every little thing that he was saying because he starts rattling on about like his promises and their vows and how they need to be on the same page. And they kind of do, again, the person who's doing the editing is just shady as hell because they do this like this cut where they just it makes it seem like he's rambling on and on and on. And her face is just deadpan. And she's like, wow, cool story, bro. Yeah, she's. For real? Bored. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what? And she says... You lying, huh? Wow. <laughs> she says his personality is overwhelming and that she needs a shot already. Yep. And that's how we end the second wedding of this episode. Now, do you think it's foreshadowing? Like when they were talking there, when he was saying, he was asking her how she feels about a man who shows his emotions. And he's like, yeah, because I don't hide how I feel. I'm like... Mm, is this gonna come up later <laughs> mm, probably so i know i wonder what their drama is going to be i i i know you've called it i think i think you're right with uh maybe he's been with somebody she knows mm. or knows his track record or something like that and she can't get past it i wonder if part of this interview process is an std t- check should be oh, i think so i think so Next couple, Noi and Steve. I think Steve no. looks good in this episode. I like him in that navy suit. I do like a blue blue tux. Mm-hmm. It's never a bad choice. Yeah. Well, he's kind of meh to me. Really? I think he's cute. He's got a weird face. <laughs> I think he's cute. He has a weird face. <laughs> I do. <laughs> you know, like um, interesting, unique. interesting features. You know, does that make more sense? Better than weird, yes. It's got a weird face. Dig it. Uh, so we open to Noi and her friends. They're going uh, shopping at the bridal studio. Uh, it's from the like cut that they gave us. It seems like she picked out like a thousand dresses to try on. All the dresses. <laughs> 
yeah, yeah, I'll, let's just start here and we'll just go down the line. Right. Uh, she says that she's, again, this is another trope of the show, that she's been ready to get married since she was a little girl. Uh, she's a hopeless romantic and she feels like doing married at first sight makes sense for her because of the way that she's dated in the past and what she believes about love. She thinks that love at first sight is a real thing that can happen. Uh, so next they cut to Steve at the tuck shop and we find out it happens to be the same one he got his uh, prom uh, outfit from in high school. <laughs> he says that he's an adventurous person and that's why he chose to take the leap of faith and get married. He reminds us again that his grandparents and his aunt and uncle were in arranged marriage and that it's been really successful for them. So hopefully he can have the same results and success. Completely different. That is completely different. Right. Those matchmakers are doing like extensive interviews with each family member. I even think in the arranged marriages, the parents meet together of each family to discuss things. At least that's what I understood. I don't know. And show pictures and show pictures. So I think that's another thing too. Yeah. It's not just blind. Yeah. It's blindly not going into something. Completely blind. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know, Steve. Good luck. Uh, he wants to find someone that he's compatible with and who wants to make the relationship work and also build a family. He says that his family is really super tight and that's why it's really important to him. Um, starting a family is like his number one priority. All these people seem to really want kids, it he's, seems. Well, he's like, what, 40? He, he, he's, no. No? I thought Mark was the oldest. Oh, maybe so. He's, he's But he's, he's in his 30s. He's late 30s. So I can see his urgency. Yes. Um, so back at the bridal shop, Noi is saying that she's really excited to try on the gowns. She never thought she would have an opportunity like this because her family never really had money for this kind of thing. Uh, she brings up again how she was born in the refugee camp and like this is beyond her wildest dreams. She says that it's surreal because she's been thinking about this and now it's finally happening. It is making her uh, really emotional. She's having a fairy tale moment basically. Um, as far as the entire experience itself, she says that she's still a little bit nervous because she's giving her heart away to someone and the institution of marriage itself is sacred to her. Uh, but she trusts the experts. I don't know why. And uh, Have you seen the show? <laughs> right. She thinks they're really going to you know, get her her person. So the next scene we get, it's wedding day. Um, we have Noi with her sister and her mom and um, bridesmaids. They're all in the hotel. She says that she woke up really excited that morning and basically like was ready to hop out of bed. Um, but eventually she says she had a little cry. Uh, she says that she's a little scared and nervous. Her stomach is in knots and she's, you know, feeling things she's never felt before, but she says she's ready. Her mom is like super pumped yeah um, she's like really excited and she's so happy for her and she's giving her a big old hug and she's like it's finally happening <laughs> uh then they cut to steve with his family and friends in um the hotel room it looks like they're having a little bit of like lunch or brunch with their champagne and i feel like steve is really trying to play it like super cool mm -hmm. and nonchalant like no, it's just another day. Yeah, I feel fine. No, everything's great. Got plenty of sleep. Yeah, in a voiceover, he says that he's traveled, you know, from state to state to see if anything else is out there. And he just hasn't connected with anyone. Um, but he could really see or he hasn't really connected with anyone he could see himself really being with. At that point, at this point, 
he's willing to take a new approach and be married at first sight. So he was just hoeing across America on his road trip. That's apparently. what that is exactly <laughs> what I thought when he said that. Uh, but yeah, it cuts back to him and the boys and they all give a toast to Steve and what's her name. <laughs> so next we get the uh, glam pep talk with Noi and her mom. Uh, Noi says that she wasn't really specific about the characteristics she wanted in a husband. Well, she was specific about the characteristics she wanted in his personality and his mm-hmm. character, but not so much his looks. Uh, but she wouldn't mind if he was tall, dark, and handsome. Uh, her mom says, like they all say, nobody's perfect. <laughs> uh, they're going to have to accept each other and respect each other. Noi says that she hopes that she finds someone that she can have a marriage like the marriage that her parents have. Um, she hopes that she can find someone that'll get through anything with her. And will stand by her side no matter what. That's the dream. Uh, she tells her mom that she looks up to the marriage that you know her and her dad have. And she wants to have that too. And that's why it's taken her so long to find the right person. Uh, that's why she's not married now. Uh, then in the next scene, we see Steve getting a haircut. Which apparently was a huge deal for him. Like it was extremely important to get his haircut. Because he literally says the worst case scenario is not getting a haircut. <laughs> That's probably something like he feels fresh, ready to go. I can understand that. You know how you get a haircut and you always feel really good right after. No. Okay. No. You do. Uh, he uh, brought in his barber <laughs> on his day off. And yeah, I'm sure. Sure. I'm sure he planned all of this. this and barber. even if it was his day off, you're getting uh, free. Free, yeah, free promo free, on national yeah, TV. Free I'm advertising. Sure I'm sure you don't have a problem coming in to do one haircut. How many times did they practice putting putting that cape around him to show the logo in slow motion? Right. They did a quick zoom on it. Everything. Day off, Day off my ass. Uh, let's see. Next, we go back to Noi. She's in glam and she's getting her like finishing touches. And her friend asks her if she's asking her what her feelings are right now. And if uh, Noisy, her alter ego, is going to make an appearance. Uh, Noi says she might pop up on the dance floor. <laughs> so we might see some some wild dance moves. I doubt it. Uh, but her friend also asked her if she had the chance to talk to her husband. Is there anything that she would really want to say? And Noi says that she just would want to thank him for being brave. And at this point, she like starts to cry. She's extremely emotional. Yes. <laughs> during this whole thing. That set off everything. Yeah. Um. She says that she's been through hell dating, especially in like the last year. So she's totally ready to take the next step in her life because love means everything to her. She talks about how she's basically been all over the world trying to find love. So she's ready for a new beginning. So once they finish getting ready, Noi comes out to her bridesmaids. They're waiting for her um, with her mom and she looks great. Uh, Her mom says she looks amazing. Again, she's super excited. She's like, you look like Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> and in a voiceover, uh, Noi says that she believes that taking a risk in love is worth it. She says that love is really a guiding force in her life. It's the reason she wakes up and why she's here. She knows that her husband feels the same way because he wouldn't be doing this experiment as well if he didn't. Um, in the car on the way to the wedding, Noi says that, or Noi says, I'm potentially risking getting my heart broken all over again. And the stakes are pretty high. So I don't want that to happen. And I hope everything works out for the best. And again, 
she starts crying and getting emotional. So at the wedding venue, we see Steve with his groomsmen. They're all kind of hanging around for a bit. You know, eventually they give him his last little like dap and let him know that he's got this, you know, he's making the right choice. Everything's going to go great. We'll see you see you down the aisle. And then we hear a voiceover where he says he's ready to leave his free spirit, you know, wander nature and like really settle down. Now he's going to have a wife to consult with and make decisions with. So that independent lifestyle is going to have to change and come to an end, but he's okay with that because at the end of the day, now he's going to have a partner. He wants to start a family and that's what's most important. So he's willing to let the old Steve go. What's with this letting the the old me, everybody's got the old me. Yeah. So in the last kind of shots we see, Steve has taken his place at the end of the aisle. Uh, Noy's dad comes over to her because he's going to walk her down. And she asks him for some last minute advice. And he basically just says, you know, make sure you're taking care of your family and your husband and be as patient as you can be. Um, at this point, she's, you know, wondering how much time they're going to have. And the producers are like, okay, we're ready now. And she's like, wait, now? Yeah. <laughs> wait. So she starts to have like a little baby oh, panic shit attack. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because she didn't realize they were going to be walking down the um, aisle that very second. And then that's where they leave us with the ha- uh, hangover, with the cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for next episode when they actually do the ceremony. She called, you didn't even say anything about her dress. Do you like her dress? It's all right. I didn't like those ugly shoes. I don't, those sleeves. No, that was a different dress. Yeah, that she tried on. Yeah. What was? That, oh, she had those like, like tan, that, big old did, giant clunky sandals. Yeah, she did. That dress with the sleeves. I think that's the same dress that Jasmine. Jasmina tried on. Yeah, and I was like, oh no. It looks the dress ugly by itself on everybody. Is yeah, I don't know. <laughs> No, no, no. Yeah, the shoes I hated. Her jewelry was really nice, though. I like that. Katina had good shoes. I didn't see them. They were like coral, and they had like feathers on them. Oh, wow. They were really cute. Okay. You I couldn't see toms. them, but they were cute. That's what, no, that's what I mean. I wore toms. They were better than uh, Alyssa's. <laughs> the gold boots. All right. Speaking of Alyssa, next we have Alyssa and Chris. She is going dress shopping, but bringing her own dresses to compare with the dresses there. She wants lots of lace and to it be tight to her body. She says she wants to be married so bad and she's been ready for a long time. So much so that she's bought 10 wedding dresses on her own, just in case she doesn't find something at this boutique. Now, has she bought 10 wedding dresses for a period of time or just for this occasion? Because either way, super weird. That was my question as well. Cause like who just collects wedding dresses if she has been doing this over well, she did think she was gonna get married because they Look, went I'm ring shopping with still ex. But yeah, you still wouldn't just be stockpiling dresses in your closet. Yeah. And then and why would you be wearing a dress associated with your old relationship? If the dress is cute, the dress is cute. Mm-mm. You'd be like, no, that was for with that fool. I couldn't do it. I'd have no problem. I don't think. Either way. Or weird. if she was weird, weird, buying weird. them for this, they only found out like two weeks ago. So where did you get 10 dresses in like a couple weeks? Alyssa continues and says she wants her forever person. And she says that you just need to put it in the universe. That you're going to attract somebody and things are going to happen for you. And this bitch believes in manifesting because it's been working for her so far. Because right. now she's going to get married at first sight. 
Mm. Yeah, the universe is really working with you, sister. (laughs) Then we jump to Chris. Uh, He is there at the tuck shop. Chris' friend asks why he is doing this. Is he doing this for a leap of fate or a leap of logic? Why is he doing this? Like, was this the best way to to go in that he wanted to be married, so this is the fastest way to do it? And Chris says more to the second one. He said he's never been a fan of big faith, luck, fate, or destiny. He's all about analytics and data. So the complete opposite... <laughs> of Alyssa. He continues, one of the reasons he is getting married at first sight is that he doesn't like being lonely. He says, this isn't a band-aid, it's growth from what it is now. He wants to better himself with another person. He compares this to like a business partnership when you bring in another person with money to make the company better. This made no sense to me. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. (laughs) Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He continues. Oh, we see him there and he's trying on a, a tux. And he tells the guys that when he, she walks in, he wants her to think that guy has his stuff together. He's professional and he knows what he's doing. That guy makes good decisions, which is kind of weird from what everybody else has been saying. They're like, I hope they think I'm cute. I hope he thinks I'm beautiful. So she says, physical appearance is very important but she hopes that he thinks she's cute and she hopes that she's attracted to him she's going in this with a realistic expectation there's room to grow attraction but there has to be an initial attraction and then she comes out in that dress and oh you don't remember what it would look like um she says now it feels more real it's a scary situation she has to share her life with someone her home with this person she believes the person she's supposed to be with, be with will be from this experience. She hopes he'll say, oh my gosh, when she sees when he sees her in this dress. And her friend's like, he will. And he's the one taking it off. It's not, not going to happen. Not going to happen. That's where it ends. Pretty much. That's the show. Um, you want to go into After Party a little bit? Well, first, um, we can talk about the... Um... Next week on. Oh my gosh. The preview. Yeah. So it looks like next episode, we have Katina's mom confronting Olajuwon. You know, the good old, what are your intentions with my child? Intentions? They're already married. Oh, so that should be, I wonder what kind of creative response he's going to have for that. That's his response. Uh, then we see Lindsay dropping like a bunch of f bombs at the dinner table during the reception. I know. And who who is she talking to? And she's pointing I... to Mark's side of the table. <laughs> oh my gosh! So I'm like, and uh... he would realize. Why <laughs> <laughs> don't? Oh, oh. Even if she is, of course, I'm sure she's joking around, doing like f you, f you, you're cool, f you. But like, still, why would you do that to people you don't? No. I don't know. She's just she's just so terrible manners. And just, yes. Ugh. That's the perfect word for her. Just crass. Uh, then we see Jasmina's sisters telling Michael that she's very dramatic. Not a good look. <laughs> it's never a good look when your family starts dropping dime on you. I know. Why are you doing this? I would never do and that. Like, get ready for a ride. Like, I know. Ooh. He looks a little nervous. 
Um, and then, yeah, we see the iconic scene of Alyssa saying teeth and a smile are so important. And then Shady Production zooming in on Chris's less than perfect teeth. Oh, and there's so a clip rude. of him. Did you see it? There's a clip of him on, uh, I guess it's his Instagram or he was tagged in it or something. And they're like, smile, Chris, smile. He's like, no, the internet told me not to smile. Like, aw. Yeah. And then uh, there's the scene where they're, after after the wedding, when they have their first um, sip and chat, we see Alyssa telling Chris that there's, quote unquote, some things that have been said that don't sit well with her. And then she walks off from him. So the question is, what was said and who said it? Was it something mm-hmm. he said? Was it something one of the guests said? Is it something her friend said? I don't know. Do you have any predictions? No. <laughs> I have My no idea. Because remember, he, just a few months before this, he was living with some chick. That's what my think. I think that's where it's going to go. That how how'd you sign up for this process when you just were living with somebody? Isn't she, though, recently? Mm-mm. If it was, it was like, I think she says it's been... I don't know, a year or something like that. I thought. I don't know. His is, even if hers was half a year, his is like two months. I don't know. We'll have to see. Well, then have you seen the new promo for the next episode? Mm, I think so. Where it's like. Remind me. She says something and then they show him doing the exact opposite. Mm -mm. Like with the teeth. It's It's a whole commercial cut like that. Where she says, I like this and this. And then they show him doing the exact opposite thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. So I'm like, ooh, they're setting us up. They're setting yeah. us up, all right. Bring it on, lifetime. <laughs> but yeah, so Wednesday's episode should be interesting. We'll finally be done with the weddings. I thought that was so weird. I didn't think we were going to get three. Well, we got two and a half, I guess. Because we didn't finish Stephen Noy. Yeah, but we didn't do Chris. No, we didn't do Chris or Alyssa either. Yeah, I didn't think we were going to get that half of oh wedding. i wouldn't even call i wouldn't call it a half didn't happen. i just didn't think we were gonna get in an episode <laughs> so that does that mean like this chris and Alyssa drama is big so they had to i think so like expand the episode i think so because because then what they did at least the last season was um wedding night is like its own episode because mm. i remember us being bothered by that like really we're still here at this, and we're seeing it again. I remember doing that. I don't know. We shall see on Wednesday. Yeah. Um. Just a quick hit on After Party. Uh, the guests that they had this week were Mark, Katina, and Jasmina. The cocktail this week was the Oh Shit Sangria, <laughs> inspired by Jasmina's pre-wedding <laughs> freakout. <laughs> Um, oh, they talked. Were they wearing the same thing no. as the last? Okay, it was a different outfit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so different time. Not necessarily. Maybe. Yeah, they could just switch outfits. Uh, so Mark talks about his moniker a little bit more. He says that he got it before college, uh, and it was because he was a shark scoping out the girls on the beach. It's like, okay, sure, mm. sure, Jan. <laughs> Uh, Jasmina talks about how she was almost a runaway bride. Uh, she was saying that there was a lot more waiting, I guess, during the day than she had been expecting. So the longer and longer they were waiting <laughs> to have the ceremony, the more and more she was thinking, mm, maybe this is not a good idea and I should probably like get an Uber. Uh, but later in the episode, she said it ended up being fine um, when she walked down the aisle. She's actually getting emotional when she was uh, walking down the aisle, not because of her jitters, but because of her dress. 
she was saying that her family hated the dress that she picked out. Oh my gosh. And so she was worried and feeling a little bit insecure that maybe he wouldn't like the dress or his family wouldn't like it. But one of the first things she heard when she was walking in and going down the aisle was his sister saying that she looked really great and how pretty she is. So that made her get emotional, like, okay, I'm good. (laughs) I was wondering because she looked like she was just going to ball right then and there down the aisle. She was just worried about her dress. Oh, poor thing. Uh, She says that her first impression of Michael was that he was cute and she liked the color of his tux. She said she saw that as a bold move for him to pick the burgundy. Um, This is when they start talking about uh, jumping the broom. And she says that... Her family doesn't have a lot of examples as far as marriage goes, so there aren't a lot of traditions. So she decided that she wanted to start this as a tradition uh, going forward. And, you know, in the future, if they have kids, they have that broom and they can pass that down to them and they can jump over it when they get married. That's so cute. Very cute. Very sweet. This is when Keisha starts her uh, historical importance uh, lesson with Mark. (laughs) (laughs) About jumping the broom. And he has Mark face. It's all in the eyes. Uh, Let's see. Katina talks about how her wedding wedding day didn't go exactly as she expected. Uh, She thought she was going to have more time to talk to Olajuwon and get to know him. But I guess there's just so much production going on and reshoots and all that kind of stuff. They weren't really able to connect like that. I think she got enough. Right. For the day. (laughs) In in the 10 minutes they did when they drank that champagne, that was enough. That was good. Uh, She says that she was initially attracted to him when she first saw him walking down the aisle. She thought he was handsome. She could tell he had a good body by the way his suit was fitting. And um, she said she could see his tattoos, like his wrist. So she knew he had some, you know, ink done himself. Sure, she didn't know to what extent, but yeah that um, makes your mind <laughs> she said that finding him physically attractive was half of the battle in her mind so when she saw him she was a little bit relieved uh, but she says that he is not what she expected to be matched with she was looking for a six foot three michael b jordan type oh but that is not what she got <laughs> nope um but she says the personality points that she uh asked for were right on she said she was nervous to say her vows and look at him in the eye. She felt like that was, it's too intimate. Like I just met you. I don't know you like that. I don't want to be looking in your eyes and telling you about this is our forever and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, Then Keisha asked her about her cooking and they show the (laughs) clip from the vows. And she says, it's not that she can't cook. It's just that she's not like a pro at it. She can, you know, make you some chicken, make you some mac and cheese enough to like sustain you. But yeah. she's not like Martha Stewart out here. They bring up Lindsay a little bit. Uh, they're all really, really cagey about talking about Lindsay. They're all really trying yeah. to be nice. Mark seems like he's, you know, really making an effort not to like talk down about her or yeah. talk bad. Uh, but it also seems like she's not really his his cup of tea, so to say. Yeah. All they keep saying is that she's a lot and that she's not for everybody. And we see a clip from that's when they. Sh- we so they show the clip again of her dropping all the f bombs at the table, and Keisha asks Mark what he thinks about her sense of humor, and all he can do and say all he can do and say is you know that's Lindsay, and takes a sip of his drink to avoid answering the question. Wow! So that sums up after party. All right. I'm looking forward to next episode. Should be a doozy. Looks like it. It's going to be a heavy hitter. <laughs> 
All right. Well, that's the show. Uh, thank you so much for joining us as we cover Married at First Sight, season 14 in Boston. Remember to continue the conversation on social media. You can follow us on Instagram at Cheese McQueen's Podcast, on Twitter at Cheese McQueen's. Remember, Igby live tweets on Wednesdays most of the time. And we have a Facebook discussion group. So you can also help other Chismosas find us by sharing and rating and reviewing and subscribing to our podcast. Anything else, Igby? I got nothing. <laughs> All right. This was enough. <laughs> All right, y'all. Bye. See ya. Oh, 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 oh,